go. We are live on the internet. Uh, everywhere that we would stream online, we are there now. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to Cameos. My name is O'Shaughnessy with the long Y, with the umlau over the Y. I don't think that's a thing. Ooh, is, that what, is that what that's called? It's a umlau. It, it's umlau. a German thing. It goes over the uh the u i think in german it's the two dots over a u and it like elongates it and my grammatical oh. my my german uh grammatical partner here is uh samson yes we are cameos your mostly weekly debrief on everything comic books anime movies everything else those acronyms change every single week uh but but long story short we're here to cover nerd stuff uh with you on the play by play week by week Right now, we are doing two very exciting shows for very different reasons. They're almost polar opposites. Um, we are covering Miss Marvel and The Boys, uh, doing a play-by-play -play for you guys every single week. First up, did you did you just turn on like the holy light in your room there? Was that your window? I, what was that? Yeah, I just I just opened the window. I was like, oh yeah, it's still bright outside. I, I could like point. your glasses like did the shining thing like they do in <laughs> animes when the dude has like a bright idea or some trick. <laughs> um so yeah, uh let's see. So those are the those are the two things we're gonna cover today. At the top of the hour, we are going to cover uh what did we decide miss marvel Miss marvel yeah we'll do miss marvel first so oh and here's my random obi-wan disclaimer <laughs> it's still not a good story so. quick obi-wan news i didn't even watch a new one yet and there's only one more uh one yes. more episode coming out tomorrow for obi-wan obi obi why obi why yeah yeah I, Marvel. <laughs> uh, Nicole, Nicole and I are not caught up. She's like two episodes behind. I'm one episode behind and then it's about mm. to be done tomorrow. Man, I'm does so, she, does she like it at all? Uh, no, she's frustrated for a lot of the same reasons that we are. Okay. A lot of the reasons that we'll talk about why I think I really like Miss Marvel and the boys are the exact reasons why I don't like. Oh, okay. One. Yeah. Um, so you but also this, really like Miss Marvel. Uh, I definitely. I mean, when we're talking about that compared to uh, the other ongoing Disney oh, okay. Plus production, <laughs> which is Obi Wan, yeah, sure, it's like night okay. and day. It's like night and day. Which one I would pay to see? Mm. Um, so this is this is right now. This is a Miss Marvel affair. This is a Miss Marvel podcast. This is a Miss Marvel stream. Um, episode three, two, three, three. That was episode two. three. No, no, that was episode only two. two? Yes, this is every oh episode hour long. So much has minutes. happened. Yeah, world. We're, we're so much hard. has happened. We got new jobs. We got a lot going on in our lives, and I know. Forgive me. Forgive me that I don't remember. It's because the boys is is further along. Um, but yeah, Miss Marvel only two episodes deep, and that I guess the reason that I'm so surprised is because it feels like so much has happened in those first two episodes. Uh, yeah, I think a lot has happened though. mm Hmm. Uh, when you really think about it. So, yeah, the first episode, <laughs> we get that introduction to the character and like here mm. she is. She's got her spangly bangles that give her cosmic powers. Uh, mm. Well, or so we thought in the first episode. And then we just kind of get an introduction to the characters. But then 
it, it basically ends with her showing off all of her shit at the Avengers con. And that's mm-hmm. now she's like, Oh, I'm a superhero. Oh, dip. And that's where episode two picks right up. But now that I'm thinking about it, we get, we get a montage, uh, sort of towards the beginning of her and Bruno, right. uh, going right. through the like, Rocky training montage, the Rocky training <laughs> montage. Every teen, Disney flick has to have like the montage. Uh, and this one did not disappoint. So we got that right off the bat. Kamala's feeling herself. She's like, yo, I have superpowers. Now everybody get out of my way. Her and Bruno are going through her thing. She gets like sort of good at her powers, but she's definitely still learning. Um, she meets a hot boy from school, uh, during her, you know, feeling herself phase. She meets this like, British, uh, I don't, I, I don't remember his ethnicity. I don't think he was I, Pakistani. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I assumed he was Pakistani because uh, later then, in the episode they talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, but then the uh, brother is social. like, the brother is like, if you're Pakistani, why do you have a British accent? And then he's like, oh, I was just doing a bit, and then he like puts on a Pakistani accent, even though his real accent is British. I think that's if you're their fan, they don't have any family. Mm. in the uk so she told him told her brother that uh, he was their okay that could be it either way um he's supposed to be the hot stuff that she's all about uh yeah, they have the typical come from the pool with no shirt on and slow-mo he's uh, like skinny boy too i was like is this what <laughs> hot guys is this what girls think is hot in high school yeah, now it's like what girls like uh I guess I Pete Davidson's like Pete Davidson. Look at Pete Davidson. (laughs) Pete Davidson is hanging on all the 16 year old girls walls, man. Exactly. Yeah. It was different when I was growing up, I guess. Um, (laughs) Dreamy. He, uh, he basically takes a liking to Kamala and her friends sort of, but like, there's definitely some like flirty stuff going on there. He's clearly rich. She's like driving around in a Porsche. He offers to uh, help Kamala get driving lessons and they like he's like you can drive my brand new porsche and she's like okay cool you're hot i'm into it i don't care and i'm like oh damn he must think you're something because he's letting you like drive his porsche even though your friend in the back just told him that you failed your driving test back there so walking like how dare you yeah bruno came (laughs) in from the back seat like Trying to get in on Bollywood films and stuff he's got no business speaking to. Yeah, like, why are you jumping in here, Bruno? I felt bad for him. I was like, damn, no, I know that this feeling. This confused me, though. Because I, 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 in the comics, he's he's gay. So mm. I, was, I assumed in the show he was also gay. So but in the like, first oh. episode, it was clear that he was like, he he leaned in for the kiss. Mm. He did. He's, maybe, he's, he's into okay. her. Maybe he's exploring his sexuality and realized like, oh, 2022 man he can be into whoever whatever whenever i mean maybe maybe they could lean that in but right now the only thing that they have definitely shown us for sure is that he's into her and then he's jealous of uh new pakistani pete davidson um um, (laughs) it's so funny now i can't get that out of my head and he kind of does look like look like him in like the eyes and this obviously the skinny face He's just um, missing the tattoos. He just needs the tattoos, and then that's yeah. it. Um, <laughs> what else do we have? We get a little bit more of Kamala's personal life outside of the superhero stuff. She's mm-hmm. We get her in the mosque. Uh, 
we get some the first little bit of like SJW stuff in this episode where I don't know if you picked up on this, but like they were definitely like the women's section in the mosque was ultra shitty compared to the men's section. I don't know if that's like the way that it is, if that's like a common thing in mosques or whatever, but like they were definitely calling out like the the way that men and different uh, men and women were treated differently in this situation. I feel like this, this probably most religions are like that. Like, well, I can't speak for uh, Islam. I'm not Muslim, but like, uh, I know Christianity, uh, the, oh, the more sure. you follow the, the Bible, uh, it's like, like women can't teach. Subjugated. Right? Yeah. They yeah, are stuff uh, like that. They're subservient. I was at a wedding where in mm-hmm. the vows, the woman had to say that she would be subservient to the man. And I was like, right. So, so stuff like that. I, and I, I appreciate, I appreciate all of this, this, uh, like true cultural stuff that they have going on throughout the show. Mm-hmm. I think it's like really good. Uh, there's like, you know, but even before or for the moth scene, they show like the bazaar that they have and like mm-hmm. the different groups of, yeah, the uh, clicks, yeah, the different, clicks I think they do people, a good job. This. I don't think they're yeah. not, they're not, they're definitely not trying to make a statement about like uh, anything bad about Islam. It was more about men and women in that yeah, situation. To me, that's like a that's highlighting like in the, in this culture, this is like a thing. I don't doubt that it's a thing. So then, like right around that same point, we also got another like in your face kind of. So here, let me let me preface this by saying the majority of this show so far has been very like this would be something you would see on the Disney Channel. And at any afternoon, it's like a teen drama. It follows a girl. She likes a boy, but then there's like a Marvel flair thrown on top. Right? This is like. Um, what was that uh, Disney show that was uh, uh, Xenon the sequel? Yeah, that's what I was Xenon the sequel. <laughs> Anything like that. If Nicole were in here, if Nicole was in the chat, she could tell me some of those um, like old Disney like teen drama things. But it is pretty much exactly like that, except it's hit really hard in like a few places where it's just like okay here's real stuff uh from the real world and one of them that hit me was that scene in the mosque where the women were like yo this sucks back here um i was like this is definitely commentary and then the other one was right around there was either right before or right after where um the ginger chick who's like an instagram influencer from the first episode kamala like She, she like almost kills this girl, but then she saves her uh, with the whole thing where she's like shooting out blasts and then Thor's hammer comes down and like knocks her off the stage. And um, she gets interrogated by this group of cop. They're, they're like Doc, Doc Sap or something like that. I don't know the yeah. initials on their thing. D.O.D.C. And they're like, they're hunting down superheroes apparently or something like that as far as we know so far. But they like get in this instagram influencers face and they're like (laughs) there were some like really on the nose things it was like what did you did you get a good look at her no she had a mask okay well what color was her skin what ethnicity was she was she latin and then the the chick is like or should i say latin x and she like does it in the most shitty way she's like (laughs) like like she knows I i mean but it was definitely she's supposed to be a bad guy and they're like mm-hmm. they're definitely leaning into her not being woke um and making fun of like pc culture and then the other yeah. thing that sh- that they said right after that was they were like all right well be careful when we're watching the mosques because we know that the fbi is already on those and i was like mm-hmm. whoa 
Like that is like totally fourth wall breaking. Like, did they really just say that on like a, the show seems like it's made for like kids. It's like, it's like that disconnect when you're watching. Well, you don't watch stranger things, but like, okay. But you know, the premise is like, it's a bunch of kids and it's a horror show. And it's like, it's, it's, it's real like horrific. And if you were to just go in and watch it, be like, oh, it's just must be like goosebumps or something silly because they're kids. No, it's not. And so you go into this thinking just it's going to be like this little lighthearted, you know, oh, Disney teen thing. And then you're like, whoa, why am I? I'm getting hit over the head with like some real shit. Like whoever wrote this show clearly had something to say. And it's a long way to say that I just find it interesting to see that like. I don't want to say sprinkled in. It was like. Mm-hmm. They, they that was like front and center in the in those scenes. I I think to me this this how the the police are to me in general. I think I'm not like a conspiracy theorist, but I know that the government does X, Y, and Z. That they release CIA closed cases or, or uh, declassify things. You see, oh, this is what happened in the past like so i'm like all right i, I appreciate when those types of things are added to shows mm-hmm. uh i like that real world element oh inside note that actress was an origin of, as a new black as like the warden of the prison and was like the I same knew type of like, she looked shitty familiar character. but yeah yes. she's like ultra shitty and then the the other guy doesn't seem <laughs> to be much better she was just like super on the mm-hmm. nose about it um no i was just gonna say there's just definitely some commentary uh yeah for sure and i also i like how quickly they were able to get the location like they kind of immediately found uh kamala not like Mm -hmm. her specifically but immediately knew where to go uh, which area to go to uh they were right outside when she uh you know goes has her whole saving scene they almost catch her Right. Uh, that's the end. Though. We can talk about that later. No, but I mean I really we're, like... we're almost right there because, like, the only I feel like the only other thing that I remember that happens was they go to the little fair where they introduce the clicks, and then yeah, some little like talking. Yeah, to, some little uh, dumbass boys like hanging out of a window, he's trying to take like selfies. 50, out yeah, the like fourteen stories up, and then that's when mm-hmm. he's like hanging out of the window, and then Kamala goes up and tries to save him. Um and you she's think- having like visions throughout the mm-hmm. the show of who I assume is what her grandmother or right? somebody related to her grandmother. Yeah, yeah, because they were that's part of what she was doing at the bazaar was trying. Well, to actually, talk to I think it's her great grandmother, whoever was like disavowed or disowned. From the I think family. it was they, the like, great grandma. I think it's her great grandmother that they're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Because like she's uh, one of the other scenes um, that happens in this episode is when she like slips away from dinner to call her grandmother okay, on the phone okay. um, to like, hey, tell me about Nana, which I think is her grandmother's mother, I believe. Mm. Okay, um, okay. And that was the one where she was like, there's a lot of uh, animosity built up against that lady in there. From her, yeah, from her <laughs> from mom. Her mom does talk about her, but the there's like the the group of chatty women that know everything aunties the, yeah the aunties that know everything the Illumin, what do they call it the illuminatis the, the illuminatis <laughs> actually yeah. i like that it's like yeah she's talking to them trying to figure out what's going on and that's when the uh they're, they're saying a bunch of outlandish stuff 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes and tries to save the boy. She has another vision, which makes him fall and like right. break his ankle or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay. So you found it interesting that they were there so fast. Like, yeah. The, outside like the of where she was at. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, to, to kind of figure out, um, even like the, the, the little Instagram girl didn't really tell her anything. Right. She she didn't know anything. She just she like did confused. end up saying uh, that she was Southeast Asian. Or oh, oh, okay, she did say that. I forgot. There was like that. a well, she didn't say it, but she did not say it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So they, they do all that, uh, and then immediately get to the the area in South Jersey. Um, is it South Jersey? Wherever in New Jersey they are. Mm-hmm. But then also, I remember they were doing like Instagram posts and like. As, as she was saving all these people or saving the little boy, people were taking pictures and posting. So maybe they caught wind of that and that's how they got there so quickly. Maybe. Uh, I didn't really put too much stock into them being there on time. What I mm-hmm. what struck out to me more was how bad they were at catching her. I was like, did they learn how to catch little girls from watching Obi-Wan? Because they mm-hmm. did the worst job at catching this little girl. Like she, they were like, they had her queued up at both ends. So she saves the boy. She's running away. And mm. then it's like drones chasing her. There's drones chasing her, which she knocks down a little fighting. She's like pow, pow with her uh, cosmic gauntlet <laughs> like powers. Pow pow. Pow, pow. Yeah. pow, pow. And then she has the guards follow it. Like they, they queue her up behind her and then they're in front of her and they're like, okay, don't do anything. And then she does like very easily just like hops over them like two inches above their heads. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, guys. Like, this seems like your one job. This seems like yeah. your one job is to catch her. You got all this high tech technology. Your job, it seems like, is to catch superheroes or something. Mm-hmm. You, you're mm-hmm. you're clearly interested in super beings. So, like. Just just be better, be better at catching yeah. her. They also lost track of the. So in the end, she gets into. Uh, what is his name? Is it Karen? Oh, I don't remember his name. Uh, Pakistani. Um, what's his name? Pete Davidson. Yeah. So they, they like, she gets into Pakistani Pete Davidson's car and they just somehow lose track of them. Uh, it's not like. It, it's, it's nothing on the street. They go one direction. Well, I find, <laughs> what I find more interesting is that he knew. <laughs> where she was and he was like he was he was ready to scoop her up but that's how the episode ends we clearly learn that there's more to him than meets the eye in the back seat it's uh his mom or his aunt uh and it's the woman who's been in her visions um waiting to meet uh kamala right so what I know. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so, like, a couple things that I had called out to you uh, before we watched this. The first off being during that montage when we get, like, the breakdown of her having to learn her powers. He, uh, Bruno, our, our maybe gay, maybe not boy Bruno, um, noted that she did not – he had some, like – it was like a heat map thing that he was pointing at her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the powers aren't coming from the gauntlets. They're coming from within you. It's as if the powers were in you all along, which, mm-hmm. okay. 
So let's walk this back a little bit because <laughs> the way that they set this up in the previews and in the first episode were definitely that she was endowed with this power via these gauntlets. I feel yeah. like this was a huge like pull the curtain back kind of thing where they're like, and it was slipped in so subtly. Like I had to go back and rewind it to like, make sure I caught it. And you said that you just like tuned out the montage. Cause like, that's fair. It's like, it's a Rocky, it's, montage. A Rocky montage. Yeah, like, why do you need to watch it? Yeah. It was, it was a really quick line, but I feel like it was hugely important because of the ramifications of, okay, they just established that these powers were within her all along. So I don't really see how they walk that back uh, to not make her an inhuman unless they scrap the whole inhuman line and just make her a mutant or something. Because like they're inhumans and mutants, I feel like for the sake of storytelling purposes, they, you know, it's just like, OK, yeah, they, you had inhuman people. They're now just going to be mutants like they're like the inhumans and mutants are similar the Marvel Universe, like Inhumans are They're both genetically were. altered things. Inhumans well, being genetically altered by the Kree, like, yeah, way like, back when. Like, yeah, they And then mutants are, like, organically mutated. Like, I don't remember if there's an explanation the, the, the for... Right, the gene. X gene. So, but it yeah. was not a thing that was, like, manufactured, right? Like, nobody nah, made nah. X-Men... So nah, and humans they did test on them, and then they left, and then like the humans like had their own society. They moved, lived on the blue side of the moon, and like, you know, but they were still stuff. humans left on Earth, yeah, who had the latent gene in them. Um, so yeah, yeah that's the that's the like poor man's version of where these humans, humans come from. The Kree came down to Earth when it was still form like still like humanity was in its infancy, like cavemen mm -hmm. and shit. Cree came down, did some experiments on some of them. They were like, mm -hmm. this is whatever. Fuck this. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah, no, and for those wondering, why did the Eternals save them? Because Eternals don't interfere in like normal conflicts. Uh, right? The humans deviants, gotta figure out Deviants only. Yeah, they only mess with deviants. So there you go. Anyway, <laughs> the, the way that it works out in the comics and the way that the Inhumans who are left on Earth uh, after... You know, the original ones go their own way. Uh, it's something called the Ter Terrigan Mist, um, yeah. which is basically like another Cree invention that it's like a cloud. It's literally like I think the way that it's shown in the comics is like a cloud that just rolls over. And as people inhale it, it activates their inhuman gene if they have one in them. Um, mm -hmm. The way that it ties into the X-Men is that it actually caused them to... Um, like die. I don't know if it caused them to die, but it was really bad for them for the X-Men. So there's there, at one point, uh, Quicksilver steals the Terrigen Mist. Yeah. But so like, the comics, Quicksilver has a daughter with Crystal, the princess of, uh, then humans. He steals the mist, uh, for their, their child. Uh, and then he uses them on, on their child, their child gets abilities. It doesn't kill him. It, I think it changes his powers from what I remember. It was because uh, uh, he, he had lost his powers, so it, it, he got his like powers from it. I don't remember the miss killing. If mutants. if Derek was in here, he'd be having a conniption right now. It was called M <laughs> M pox. So like the Terrigan mist caused oh. M pox in the mutants. 
So, so that's they, the whole whole thing that I missed. Okay. Yeah, the X Men hated the Terrigen Mist because it like okay. it caused them to. I don't I don't remember what the Empox did. I'm like looking at the wiki right now, but basically X Men wanted the Terrigen Mist gone. Inhumans oh. are like, this is literally like what gives us life and power and purpose, so we can't do it. They get rid of one of the clouds, and then it causes this uh, battle between the Inhumans and the X Men. Long way to say. Guy, right? If they scrap that storyline, they could just make them one thing. I could see, like, from a layman's perspective, mm. from a casual moviegoer, okay, they got these weird mutations. Yeah, but at, at some point, they've, you know, we, in Doctor Strange, they introduced the Inhumans. There's still Black Bolt. Black Bolt is, is in They Doctor never Strange. called him an Inhuman. They never used that word. They didn't say the human, the king of the Inhumans, Black Bolt. I don't think so. Blackagar Bolton. They had to have. You can't uh, just say, "Hey, this is Black Bolt." They they had to have introduced him. I don't know that they title. called him an Inhuman in Doctor Strange. We should we should fact check that. Uh, should I should I YouTube it? <laughs> See if it's on <laughs> <Yeah>. YouTube. <laughs> I'm sure parts of it are. Um, we can we can yeah we can we'll uh, sidebar that one. Yeah, but I think in general the, uh, I think I said this in the, another episode, but uh, the Nega bands are, are a Korean invention at some point, right? So if she has Nega bands, they pull out her latent mutation, whether it's an inhuman one or a mutant one. Uh, it still kind of ties into that uh, storyline, uh, that background for the Inhumans. Um, although I don't know what her ability is coming from at that point because like in the comics she can stretch right she alters her size uh so but she also has other powers uh, beyond like stretching and morphing her physical body doesn't can't she put up like force fields and stuff i thought she had abilities beyond that i have to check i thought she's essentially just (laughs) mr fantastic that's her human abilities like mr fantastic yeah Hmm. so past that i I, I thought know. she had some kind of like something that she could do beyond that, that they like are kind of mirroring in her powers with these Pakistani negabands. I don't know. I know she can heal. Okay. Well, that's Is already it? different than Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. So she has like a healing factor and some, some strength in there. I thought she could do some kind of force fieldy thing. I, I guess I could be wrong. I don't. Mm. I didn't read her comic origin, uh, just like the wiki stuff. But mm-hmm. um, all right. So, anyways, I find that really interesting. It will be really curious to know if they do do that. I mean, I think introducing the inhumans before the x-men is kind of one of those things that it's like i never would have seen that you know what i mean like if somebody had asked me like okay when are we going to get the x-men i definitely my answer would have always been before like this obscure not obscure but like far less known um aspect of the marvel comics like the inhumans definitely don't have as much lore around them as the x-men not even a fraction as much you know and the yeah. fact that we've seen now potentially two inhumans 
We still need to go back at Doctor Strange and see if they actually called him an Inhuman or not. But well, potentially I you two it up of them. From the sidebar. <laughs> I did, but I can't find anything. It's just saying like, who is this guy? He's like, he's an Inhuman. Uh, it's like, uh, okay. Okay. For the sake of argument, let's say that they did call him an inhuman in the movie, because um, I don't remember one way or the other. It's just really interesting that they're playing it from that perspective. Uh, and if we see more inhuman stuff than X-Men stuff first, which it kind of seems like we might. Cool. That's interesting to me. Seems like a cool conflict, though. I mean, uh, they definitely aren't doing the Terrigan Mist in the same way that they did in the comics, obviously, because in the comics, the Terrigan Mist is how Miss Marvel gets her powers. And in this, Sorry, they, I just checked. They do say it. My bad. No, oh, they do. How'd you, how yeah, did I found you find it? Oh, you're better yes. at Googling than me. <laughs> I do it all, man. Oh, did you find an actual clip of them introducing him? Yeah. Wow. That's illegal. A nice bootleg clip, man. That's back illegal. Okay. You know, all right. So. Inhumans <laughs> confirmed, and now I feel like this note about the power coming from within Miss Marvel Further. is a very strong nod that she is one too. I don't know, man. Because why and else the, would they point. say that? Why else would they say that? Now, literally, they could. Okay, so the Terrigan Mist is this very complex device to put the X-Men against the Inhumans. Basically, at the end of the day, that's what it does. They don't I mean, they haven't introduced the, that's they haven't, not what it does. But well, no, I mean for storytelling purposes, that's what it, it does. It creates a conflict. Yeah. It creates a conflict. There's no X-Men to have a conflict with. So, what are you going to do? Why don't why not just make some Kree bracelets or something? You know? These bracelets could just be a Kree thing uh, that that activate her powers. And then that doesn't undo anything with the Terrigan Mist. That could still they could still use that. But they all they need to say is that, oh, this was created by this alien race that gave it to your grandmother, great grandmother back in the day. Way, way past that. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Passed down from the beginning of time. And it's been in our family forever. Oh, turns out it was the Cree. Remember them from Captain Marvel? They could do that. It ties together. It ties together. But I think last time we saw the Cree was Captain Marvel. If, if let's say she isn't human, right? You still at some point, and humans need the Terrigan Mist. They can't, they don't activate their abilities without the mist. It's like a whole rite of passage, just a whole like. Well, in this one, maybe ceremony. they can do it through, maybe there's some Terrigan Mist in the artifact. And it, it could be. And then, but then also, the uh, the inhumans on, on Earth aren't, aren't like. They're they're not the same as the ones on the moon, right? The ones on the moon are they're like royalty. They're like the the true humans. The other ones are like extras. Like even Thanos has a son that's an human. Like all the mm-hmm. they're like extras. They're like kind of just there. Uh, and then I remember in the comics the whole inhuman thing happened because uh, Fox owned the rights to the X Men stuff for the movies. They didn't want to keep making X Men comics while Fox had the rights, so they just started leaning in more and more on the humans. And then here we are with like all these new characters. I, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's good. I just think, I think that they could switch up the story uh, just a little bit and then mm-hmm. not undo that much in the broader spectrum of it all. That's my, mm-hmm. that's my only thing. I find well, that, we'll see. I found that line very interesting. Uh, and that was like mm-hmm. my main 
talking point from the last episode. Ob- <laughs> ob- obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Episode three. Uh, what? Oh, tomorrow actually. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Tomorrow. Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So new episode, Miss Marvel tomorrow. Uh, do you have any other thoughts, opinions, impressions on this? Anything you want to or hoping to see happen? I think we're halfway through the season after tomorrow. I think that's the halfway uh, point. Yeah. I just hope tomorrow we get an explanation of what this bracelet that she's wearing is. I would assume if uh, uh, Pakistani uh, Pete Davidson, his mom was looking for her this whole time, but waiting to meet her, then she knows what the, the bracelet is. So I... That's what I hope we get. Yeah, tomorrow. I think this would be a really good opportunity to sh- sh- highlight a little bit of the backstory uh, mm-hmm. to the origins of the powers. Maybe not give everything away, um, but definitely give us a little bit. The show is definitely not for everybody. Uh, it's had apparently the lowest viewership of any of the Disney Plus shows, uh, Marvel shows so far. I get I'm that. not sure why, honestly. No, it was marketed as a kid's show is exactly why. I mean, the way uh, like if you watch the trailers, it it, it seems like a, it seems like one of those spinoff things like to to uh, to other people that are not diehard fans like you or I that are going to watch everything day one. This seemed like an I am Groot kind of special thing seems skippable. It seems missable. So did what if. And I think that was like the second least watched thing just because okay. the way that they market it. It doesn't seem like it's part of the overall narrative because i think but to to, still to have such low viewership but then to have people hate bombing the the show like mm. bro the internet's gonna hate bomb whatever whenever however Uh, i mean i don't disagree with you i'm just not unfortunately i'm not surprised uh that it got the hate bomb and I'm also unfortunately not surprised that it's getting such low viewership. I think it's a much better show than than uh, you would think. Uh, I think mm-hmm. coming into this, I I kind of had like middling expectations. I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with like where it's at right now. Um, but as far as like being able to recommend this to people, I don't think I'm going to be able to. Uh, we'll have to see how it ends. But like right now, I'm like. Let's wait to see how it pans out before I actually recommend it to somebody because it's so stylized in like a way. I don't think it's going to hit. You know what I mean? Like, I think I talked about this last time. Like, I don't think my dad is going to enjoy this, even though he likes a lot of the other Marvel stuff. (laughs) I think I recommend I recommend anything that is required viewing to understand the rest of the MCU. So, like, uh, you don't have to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier to understand anything that's going on with the movies. Right. Or the the Black Widow movie. You don't have to watch that to understand anything that's happening with MCU or Hawkeye. Uh, you don't need any of that. But you do need Loki. Uh, you do need like WandaVision, and I think you need this because they're still making like the Miss Marvel or sorry Captain Marvel two. Miss Marvel was in that movie. Oh, uh, I to, I would disagree with you. I think all of it's going to be required at some point. I think Captain America is going to be required to watch at some point. I think Loki. Loki is the reason for all of this. Loki is the reason for all of this, but I yeah. think all of the content since Loki, after Loki, that's relied on Loki, does a good enough job. Like Doctor Strange is obviously the example of what I'm talking about. And what if they both do a fine enough a job 
by themselves that I wouldn't consider it mandatory watching. It's, it's the, to me, it's the canon. It's part of the story. This mm-hmm. all happens because sure. Loki does this. And mm-hmm. then there's a bunch of I know, which is why it's the most interesting. Go watch it mm-hmm. to understand why. Or like when, when they start introducing characters in these shows, watch the show so that when Miss Marvel pops up, like, hey, Captain Marvel, I'm your biggest fan. You know who she is and why mm-hmm. she's standing there. Because they're not going to explain it in the movie. That's probably what so not. Um, even and even later, there's probably going to be a there's probably going to be a time when Captain Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier matters. Right? Yeah, for the worst MCU. That's at that point, point. Make sure mm-hmm. you watch it. I, I agree, but at that point, make sure you watch it. I just I start recommending things when movies come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Two other mm-hmm. two other quick Marvel things. Um, <clears throat> Vincent. Delfrino, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name or how his last name is even spelled, but the guy that plays Kingpin um, is rumored to be coming back in either the next season of Daredevil, which has been confirmed, um, or in Echo. Um, But he just posted something the other day where he was like training up. And then I think it was responded to by um, uh, the fella who plays uh, Matt Murdock. I can't remember that actor's name, but we are terrible with names today. We are really bad with names. It's been a long week. Um, yes. So that is news. Number one. I, I think he's coming back, even though it seemed like he might've died at the end of Hawkeye. Semi spoilers, but maybe not if he's still alive. Um, the other thing is Kevin Feige just said today or yesterday to an interview in IGN that the next Thanos level big bad would be introduced in the next several months. So we should see him in a project coming out in the next several months. So uh, I would expect so what, by the wait, time wait, that Black Panther comes out. Thor and Black Panther, right? Thor and Black Panther, She Hulk. Oh, yeah, the shows. Uh, and I think that might be it. Oh, well, there's also nah, like some like throwaway stuff in there. Like I am Groot, and then I think. Um, the Christmas special, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, and then I Am Groot are the only other TV shows besides uh, She-Hulk. I think. I hope we get. I hope it's King the Conqueror. So I hope he hops up. What would you expect to see him in? Of the stuff that we talked about. Uh, closest. Uh, uh, Wakanda forever. I could. I could see him coming in and like a. After credit scene in Wakanda Forever. I don't uh, even see I Am Groot on this list. Uh, but Thor Love and Thunder July 8th. Oh, I need to G-Hulk. buy tic- I need to buy tickets, by the way. Yeah, we gotta um, contact the homies. She-Hulk and then Black Panther November and then Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, uh, which yeah, everybody expects not. to be a, <laughs> a spoof of the Star Wars holiday special. Okay. I, so I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be Wakanda Forever. I can't see it happening in Thor because that's probably going to be a uh, Chris Hemsworth's last Thor film. If it follows, I... if it follows the comics at all, and I'm not going to say what happens in the comics, uh, but it's probably going to be his last, last hurrah. So, as a as the Thor character, I don't so have I this. I can't see him coming out in there, but I hope it's Kang. Might be his last movie from The Insider um, as of yes. a couple days ago. 
I thought yes. he had just signed a deal to be on more projects, but maybe not. Um, yeah. Which is upsetting because he's going to be the last of an era. He'll, the only one that'll be sticking around is um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo and then Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Hawkeye's still uh, yeah, around. Yeah. Running around. Yeah, I forgot about Hawkeye. But then after that, it's kind of like phase two and phase three are, are the only ones that are still. Oh, no, Nick Fury. Nick Fury's. Oh, and Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. But dude, he's not been in nearly as many movies lately. Um, he but did he's, say. He's supposed to be in one coming up. So. And he also did say that he would much rather continue to be Nick Fury than go chasing Oscars and stuff like that. So I think yeah. for what it's worth, I think he's enjoying doing these projects. Which is good. I love Samuel Jackson. He's like a great dude. Yeah. All right. We have diverged so far off of Miss Marvel at this point. Let's uh, <laughs> let's put a bow. Let's put a bow on this one. Miss um, Marvel new episode tomorrow. We probably aren't going to be back at it next week for coverage on this one just because I am out of town. But the following week we'll cover uh, everything that we've missed. Um mm-hmm. If you're hanging out, stick around. We're going to talk about some boys, some of them boys, um, Mm -hmm. after a quick break. I do.